Hi there. I'm excited about our time together. Uh, I've been wanting to share about the names of God for a while. And so we're, we're journeying on our journey here. We're looking at the Lord, our banner. We've looked at Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide and we'll see to it. And there's plenty of other things that can be said about that, but I want to move on. And then we're going to come back to Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer, because there's a lot I want to share with you about that. But right now, uh, I feel led to go on to the Lord, our banner, Jehovah Nissi. The word banner means a flag, a sig signal, or a sign. And so in Psalm 20, verse 1, it says, The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Remember, uh, I was telling you that uh, Jesus said, I have kept them in thy name. So the name of God is a place of protection and provision. It's a, it's a place of, um, well, the Lord provides, the Lord heals, the Lord protects. And um, in, a, in a world full of danger, I wanted to share these scriptures today because uh, so we can, uh, we need to be meditating on these. We need to be getting vision for these. We need to lift our eyes, if you will. We talked about last time about how Abraham lifted his eyes and he saw the provision of the ram caught in the thicket. We're gonna lift our eyes to the, the realm of faith, to another place where God's provision is for us and we draw it out by faith, the assurance of things hoped for. So we have to have that assurance and that's what I'm hoping to produce for us in these times together. Uh, Psalm 25 verse five says, we will rejoice in your salvation and in the name of our God, we will set up our banners the Lord fulfill all our petitions. So in the, the banner of protection, his, uh, I think Ecclesiastes says, his banner over me is love, which love never fails. And love is a place of protection. So walking in love is definitely a place of protection and, and enjoying the banner of the Lord. But I wanted to share with us uh, today too, um, how Jesus protected himself. You know, uh, Paul and Peter protected themselves until they were ready to leave the earth. And uh, to, to lay, Jesus laid down his life. It was not stolen from him. It was not taken from him. So, um, you know, I think back on how uh, when God created the, the man in his image, in the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. And then it says, uh, be fruitful. The first thing he said to them, to his creation, and um, he's, he's blessed them saying, he blessed them with this instruction, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Subdue it and take dominion. So um, he, if, we, if we're gonna be fruitful and multiply, we need to learn to subdue and take dominion. And that's what Jesus did and that's why he was able to stay here, <clears throat> excuse me, until he finished his course. And Paul and Peter were able to stay here until they finished their course. And they were, they, we can lay down our life and not have it stolen. And we need to get that attitude and not live in fear that the devil can steal life from us in, in, uh, uh, when we have the power of the shield of faith. You know, God's favor upon us and faith, they're both a shield. The favor is a shield and faith is a shield and it's a shield of protection. It's part of the Lord, our banner. In Luke 4, 28, it says, 
all, and all they, this is when Jesus was in this, uh, remember he, he came to the sanctuary and he, and he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. And all they that in the in a synagogue, when they heard these things, they were filled with wrath <laughs> and rose up and thrust him out of the city and led him into the brow of the hill whereupon uh, their city was built that they might cast him down headlong. The fact that he brought the promise in the, of the power of God to the promise of the anointing to set at liberty them that are held captive and proclaim the favorable year of the Lord made them wrathful. <laughs> The, the enemy does not like truth, does not like blessing. It made them wrathful. And they wanted to, uh, they led him to the brow of the hill on their city, where their city was built, that they might cast him down headlong. They were going to throw him over the cliff. But he, passing through the midst of them, went his way, pierced through. He pierced through that. Uh, sometimes there's a, the spirit realm comes down and begins to put a, um, canopy over a situation that can work for good or for evil. Uh, but he pierced through that canopy through the midst of them and went his way. The piercing, the passing through means to traverse and <clears throat> traverse means in the law of pleading to deny formally an allegation of fact set forth in a previous pleading. So in other words, Jesus looked at that and denied their right to even touch him. He just walked right back through them, just as if the, just as if they weren't there. He, but you you have to have a revelation of what you're talking about here to be able to act that out, to walk that out. Uh, and then in, and this is in and that was in Luke four twenty eight in John eight uh, twenty. It said, these words spake Jesus in the treasury as he taught in the temple and no man laid hands on him for his hour was not yet come. They tried three different times to throw him over the cliff or to stone him. They tried to kill Jesus and he, he had authority in his life and he did not allow the devil to take his life. And so we need to, we need to build our faith in these areas. We just need to build our faith in these areas. And I'm not claiming to have already built mine. I'm working on it. I'm building my faith in these areas. And then when you get tried or tested in it and you see that it works, uh, it, it really blesses you. It's one of those many infallible proofs that Jesus is alive. You know, th this stuff is real. It's real and it works. And we just need to put it to work. We just need to work it. John 8, 58 and 59, it says, Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. They were uh, mad at him because he was claiming to be around when Abraham was. And they took up stones to cast at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. Jesus walked in the love of God, and love never fails. And uh, they tried to kill him three times, and he just walked right on through it. He, it wasn't his time. He said, um, where does it say that? Uh, on, oh, the, for his hour had not yet come. See, he stayed in touch with the Lord. You're going to see with Peter and Paul in a minute that they, they knew when their hour had come, and they laid down their life. So we need to get that in our heads that, 
if God asks me to lay down my life, that's one thing. There, there's a lot of conversation about persecution coming against the church. And unless we, unless we allow it, they can't come in and, and take our lives. The devil is not stronger than the name of Jesus. The devil is not stronger than God. And it's the devil that would promote and provoke those people to do things like that. And, and, he's, and the word of God, uh, the kingdom of God rules over everything in the earth. And Jesus is the Lord of all the universes. So how can the devil override that? The only reason he can do that is because we're not pushing back. We're not uh, contending for the glory, mainly because we haven't been taught. It needs to be preached more, actually, I think. And so, um, and we need to meditate on it. We need to, to get hold of it. And some of you might be listening to me and saying, I'm crazy and I don't know what I'm talking about. But I have exercised in these areas and I have seen it work. I don't claim to have it down in all areas, but I have seen it work. So I know it's real, I know it's true, and I know it works. So in John 10, 39, it says, Therefore they sought again to take him, but he escaped out of their hand and went away beyond Jordan to the place where John the Baptist first baptized, and there he abode. So they tried to kill him. Uh, they were going to throw him off a cliff. They were going to stone him, and he hid himself. He traversed. He, just, he, he, he challenged their right to do that. He just walked right back through it. And, and then he escaped out of their hand. So now I wanted to compare that to Peter and Paul. They both knew. Now, the apostle John, who's known as the apostle of love, he lived a long, 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 long life. They tried to boil him in oil, and they, they couldn't kill him. They could not kill him. They could not kill him emotionally. They could not kill him physically. But you know what? John had revelation. He wrote the whole book. John had a revelation of the love God had for him. I, 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 that's what I'm talking about, really not just the semantics of this, but what we're talking about is the love God has for us. He, Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will teach us and train us and correct and confirm us in what we can and can't do. It will stay in touch with him. Uh, that's the study I want to do next time is to, to, to know him better. And so in 2 Peter 1.14, talking about Peter's, Peter says, Knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ has showed me. Peter knew it was time. God didn't just throw him out there and let him be slapped up against the wall. Peter knew when it was time, and he laid down his life in, in obedience, I guess, or to what he knew. He knew it was time. And it was, he was in agreement. You know, when we have a covenant, we've talked about covenant. We have a covenant. Uh, God is, he wants our agreement on things. He wants, he, he doesn't just come into our life and take this and take that and do this and do that. I remember him telling me one time uh, that he did not want to just be another thing that happened to me. He wanted me to be on purpose with him. And he wanted us to, to purposefully make decisions together. 
Gee, you know, we have a friend in this earth, the Holy Ghost and power. Paul says in 2 Timothy 4, 6 through 8, For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also. But unto all them also. So there's Peter knew that the Lord had showed me it was time to go. And then there's Paul uh, that said, I now am ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. So in conversation with the Father, with the, with the Holy Spirit, they knew that their time had come and, and they were in agreement to that. So we want to get to that place where we, we can... Um, uh, we can be in faith and, and keep the shield of faith and the protection of the Holy Spirit upon us so that Satan can't steal our lives. I'll tell you what he comes to steal first. He comes to steal the word. So when you get when you lose the word, then you lose the the faith to protect yourself with. And so he comes to steal the word and then he can kill and destroy. Don't let him steal the word. Let's meditate. Ask the Holy Ghost this week to give you some scriptures that you can meditate on so you can build up. We can, and I'll do the same. We can build up our faith and we can get strong in faith for God's provision, His health and healing, and His banner of protection. Amen. God bless. See you next time.